Hello, my brothers. This is your boy, Gibber J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this. Victims will hate you. Sit back and relax. Welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. On Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Okay, so growing up, uh, growing up, I was I was given a phrase, um, being raised a Christian uh, through the Bible as well as through just some of the teachings that I got as a kid, <clears throat> which was this this idea of the following, which is the guilty taketh the truth to be hard, and it pricks their hearts at the core. Now, translate this out. What what is this, or what could this possibly mean? Here, here's here's ultimately at least the way I experience. Here's the way I see it. Whether or not it's true or not for you, it, well, you can consider it and try it on too. Which is just this idea that when you call people to task with the truth, it pricks guilt into the hearts of victims and liars. Right. Armed with truth, you truly can be free. But what, but what does this mean? Free of the guilt and free of the, the, the compulsion inside of victimhood about your situation and about a relationship that you're in. So let me, let me give some reality of how this plays out. So in business, in the last week, I've had to make some really, really, really difficult decisions in some relationships. And I've had to let some people know, hey, listen, this is not okay any longer. If you continue to do this, we will sue you. And we have also had scenarios where we're saying, listen, these kind of relationships over here, they're not working out anymore. Bye-bye, you're gone. I'm going to have to cut off our relationship permanently forever. We're done. We're not spending more time together. We're not connecting anymore. We're not going to be with each other. No, this is not my wife. It's not my children. And it's not anyone in my core team. But what it has been is past clients, individuals who are just in the marketplace, strategic partners, and family members, even like the extended family members, just people who no longer serve being in my life. And so when they ask me, well, Garrett, you know, why, why, why are we doing this or why are you moving this way? I'm like, listen, it's not, it's not because I hate you. It's not because I dislike you at all. It's because this no longer works for me. I'm like, well, what about this and what about this and what about this? And I said, well, that's just not the truth. Like what you're speaking to right now and how you're behaving right now is a person who feels guilty. And what I'm saying to you is not a personal attack on who you are. It's a statement of facts. Here are the facts. Here's what you've done. Here is what's happened. Here's what has occurred. I'm not even giving you my story about how I feel around what's occurred. All I'm saying is here are the facts. And because of these facts, not because of anything else, it no longer serves for you and I to be in a relationship together. So in nice ways, fuck off. And see, it's always fun. It's fun. See, when you're a liar and you go into conversations and arguments, you have a level of disempowerment because there's always this possibility in your mind that you might be exposed for being a liar. But when you come into a conversation with reality, contracts, specific facts, reality as it is, not the way you wish it to be. You leave the land of victimhood and you become a victor, not only in debates and conversation, but in relationship. Because you don't live in this place of story and fantasy about where you think things are or the way that you believe they could be. You live in a place of how reality is now. So in business, in the last 48 hours, I've had people come out to me and say, well, I'm going to go back and revisit the contract. And here's, here's exactly what I know you promised. I'm like, I'm not sure what reality you're living in. I appreciate that you've created a really big dramatic story to support your actions and justify your behavior, but here is what I'm telling you, that's just not true. It's not the facts. How about you go back and revisit what you think are the facts and look past your stories about the facts and look at the facts in black and white. Oh shit, 
you've got no response. That's right, because you live in fantasy as a victim. You don't live in reality. See, and across the board, regardless of relationships, this happens for people. I've done it. I'm certain that I will do it again in the future. You've done it. I'm certain you'll do it again in the future. But the goal isn't to become perfect at it in the sense of never doing it again. It's to be able to find a transcendence to it and to find a place of power beyond the normal mundane process of just living in this victimhood of fantasy. You know, in your relationships with your wife, your husband, you know, sitting in that situation with your wife, you're like, listen, here, here, is, here is reality. Here's what's going on. Your wife's like, I, I have no idea what planet you're coming from. That's not what I said. That's not how it is. That's not what's going on. You're being a victim right now. You're being triggered and you're taking the truth as hard to hear. <clears throat> now, what, what do victims do when they feel this, right? What, what do the victims do when you come crashing down on their fantasy with reality? Well, it's a couple things they do. <laughs> what's the most predominant one they do? Well, the first thing they do is they feel embarrassed. And then immediately they follow that embarrassment with what? An attack. And they attempt to attack you and your character and who you are and who you are as an individual and you're this, that, and the other. And they gossip and they go, they go around and they, they go find a bunch of other victims to be able to associate and commiserate with their stories. And when those victims actually come in conversation with people who live in a reality, there is no commiseration. There's no commiseration in it at all. Because the person who is a victor, who lives in facts, says, well, you know, I'm hearing what you're saying, but um, I, what's the other side of the story? <clears throat> like, what are the facts of what happened? Like, I love it when people come into a relationship with me, even close friends of mine, who will be like, well, here's what's going on. And they go off and off and off and off. And it's a total victim story. It's fantasy. And then I'll just act them, well, is that, is that exactly what was said? Well, what do you mean? I was like, well, you're telling me all this drama, and I'm just asking you, is that exactly what was said? Well, no, and I'm like, okay, well, what was exactly said? Well, you know, I, I you know, it, I, it was, it, you know, I'm not really sure, and I'm like, okay, so let me get this straight. You don't even really know what was said, and then you've taken what you think was said, and then you're spinning a story around it, driven by the fact that you're feeling all this embarrassment, guilt, and shame, and blame inside of you. You're feeling all these victim energies, and then with that victim energy, you're now making a stand and a declaration for who this person is, and what they're about and what they stand for, when the truth is you don't even have a foundation that's solid enough to stand on your own. I think growing up they were called this, you know, the wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. The wise man built his house upon the rock. And the foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the rains came a-tumbling down. The rains came down and the floods came up. And all the little primary songs from when you were a kid in Sunday school, where they're singing this idea about the man who built his house on the sand and it got washed away with the storm. Yeah, that's what a victim stands on, which is bullshit. Stories, lies, have truths. Now, here's where it gets real crazy, though. In your life right now, there are people, there are people who you have tolerated in your life, and they suck life from you. They are viruses. They are cancer. They do not add to your life whatsoever. And they only, only pretend to give a shit about you as long as you continue to supply life-flowing energy into their victim life. Meaning you provide for them a benefit that, you, that they cannot produce for themselves. So I'm a pretty energetic person. I also, as much as people think that I'm an asshole in a lot of ways, which I am, I also am an asshole and consider an asshole because I also hold people accountable to the shit they say they're going to do and hold people accountable to adjusting. And if they adjust, that's fine. You can adjust, that's fine. But there's consequences for adjustment in my life and your life across the board. But in some of these business conversations I've been into recently, it blows my mind 
how fucking entitled, entitled people are to results, to results in their business and in their lives when they have been unwilling to actually do the work beyond simply stealing or copying. It's not creative. That's victimhood. So in my life in the last week, I've had to dump a whole bunch of relationships. And it's caused a shitstorm on the outside of my life. Not that I give a shit. I'm at the eye of the hurricane. They're out in the hurricane. I'm at the eye of the hurricane. It's peaceful in my world. It's painful in theirs. Because why? Because victims do not have the energy to sustain life upon their own. A victim is a virus. It's a fucking cancer. And this victim virus cancer has to have itself attached to a healthy body from which it can withdraw energy and life-supporting energy. And if that cancer is put in a Petri dish, it will die. It will die because the cancer lacks the ability to actually produce life for itself. It must steal life from a living body. So how do I take a life away from a living body? How do I deal with this victimhood? How do I deal with this conversation? It's really simple. Cut them off. It doesn't even have to be emotional. You're just like, I'm done. I'm out. We're finished. Bye-bye. You're cut off. And for the first couple of weeks, there's going to be like, and the virus and the cancer is going to be like, and they might even get people's attention for the first couple of weeks and people are like, oh yeah, you've been really done wrong. You've been done wrong. Yeah, I've been done wrong in my life too. Yeah, you know what? Let's use that person. It's Garrett or it's you or it's who else. Let's use that person as the bad person to blame our lives upon. And then after a couple of weeks, the cancer starts to realize, cancer starts to realize that it cannot produce and sustain life on its own. And so what becomes a natural choice? What becomes a natural choice? It dies. And guess who starts listening to it? Nobody. Everybody's a fucking hero for a couple weeks. Even the bitching and moaning victims. But guess what truth always rises to the surface? The truth. And producers. Who produce at the top of their game. So my question for you today is this. Who are you tolerating in your life right now? This should be gone. Is it in business? Is it a marriage? Are you tolerating some shit that needs to be called out? Is it with your kids? Is it with family, parents? Where in your world right now in relationship are you tolerating victims to suck from your life force energy with no accountability? And my challenge for you today is what? Cut one of them off. Cut one of them off. Could be as simple as blocking somebody on social media. Cut them off. Alright, that's all I got for you today in this day of the fuel. A couple of reminders, if you're not currently subscribed to iTunes at Warrior on Fire, get on over and do that. Also, if you are not getting the daily action guides found at warrioronfire.com, head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email address in and click submit today and we'll start sending those to you on demand the palm of your hand every single morning with all the key tips and tricks here to the Warrior Fuel. Daily Fuel, as well as the key question, challenge, and quote of the day. Also, stewardship-wise, if you're listening to these audios every single day, this podcast and getting value from it, here's what I expect from you. Yes, I have an expectation from you. You have an expectation from me that a Daily Fuel is going to show up every single day in 2016. I have an expectation of you, which is the following, which is you share this, that you take and you find one person today who you believe could be inspired, blessed, and driven to a higher level with having the Warrior Fuel in their life every single day, the Daily Fuel to give them the fire to go, and refer them over to Warrior on fire.com and have them opt in to get the action guides or send them on over to iTunes to Warrior on Fire. Thanks so much for being here today. My name is Garrett J. White signing off saying love and like. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is a podcast. A podcast.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake Up Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now.